Sometimes life is messy. Have you ever wished you could refocus your mind, home, relationships, and work life? Join us as we use research-based information to make practical changes and simplify life. This is Life Simplified. Welcome to Life Simplified. Last month during the health episode, we discussed ways to reset your health this year. So in this month's health episode, we're going to be discussing how to get out of a mealtime rut. Um, So I would like to welcome my co-host in today by asking them, how often do you hear the question or you ask the question, what's for dinner? Well, those are two different answers. (laughs) (laughs) So how often am I asked that question would be probably, well, I won't say every day because there might be one or two that I'm not asked that question, but I would say most days I am asked that question and I ask that question that varies depending on whether or not I did my meal planning. If I did meal planning, then I asked the question once a week. And if I did not meal plan, I asked that question at least four times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same with Ashley. Um, yeah, I probably could ask that daily at, at night. What are we having for supper for my kids? And then if I'm really good, like Ashley, I've planned out my meals and sometimes I don't. So probably a lot. Okay, so similar boat. Um, I am asked that question a minimum of four times daily because (laughs) (laughs) each child and my spouse, what are we having? Um, So yes, multiple times a day and sometimes multiple times per person per per day. So it just depends on the mood that's going on in the house. Um, As far as me asking that question, I would say maybe one, two nights a week now if you asked me this question nine months ago amanda it would have been like every single night because i was the world's worst at meal planning and and wanting to cook and and knowing what to cook and it was the same old but i kind of revamped some things about nine months ago and so i've I've gotten much better about that but i'd say there's still on on average uh, one or two nights a week that i'm asking that question Okay. Yeah. So um, for me, yeah, we ask that question a lot. Not as often, I don't think, maybe as as Tiffany, but um, I do get it quite frequently. So hopefully after today, maybe we won't have to ask that question or maybe our families won't ask us that question as much. Uh, We'll see. Um, So um, today we're going to start talking about just the benefits of eating at home um, with our families, um, or just, you know, if you're, if you live by yourself. So just the benefit, health benefits of eating at home. Um, so just some facts actually about health, the health benefits, um, meals made at home and eaten at home or are linked to a higher quality diet and better health, right? Cause we, if you think about, you get to choose what's in, what's in your food. Um, you have more variety, more balance and include, majority of the food groups hopefully all five and we talked about that on the last episode about the different food groups and trying to include them into our our daily meals and then families that prepare and eat meals at home five or more times a week consume more fruits and vegetables 
And so we, as we all know that that is very important. So thinking about how it benefits our families, um, provide shared family meals linked to a stronger family connection. And then also um, your children are more likely to participate in preparing or selecting the meals if you if you eat them at home versus going out or going through a drive through. And then so overall, this results in them being more likely as adults to eat more nutritious foods and be able to have those skills to prepare meals at home. So um, we're going to talk about and um, move into how to get out of mealtime ruts. And so there we're going to talk about two different areas. Um, so first is going to be just to thinking about to start simple. So it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be um, something that you spend, you know, two or three days on just making small changes that we've talked about, you know, through all of our podcasts. So the easiest way to get out of a cooking rut is to build a meal around my plate. And so um, thinking about like what a traditional meal that you may have. And so thinking about that and then how you can include those different food groups. So you're still kind of having the same meal, but you are adding in additional foods to it. So do you all, is there something that that rings with you or is there something you're like, you know, we always eat this, but I could add this or add that to make it a little different. Okay. So for myself and my family, they, we have, they have several different meals that they like. That's their favorite, but one of them is beef stroganoff. And so um, we got our beef. So that's part of our protein. And then the noodles is grains. Uh, now I have sauce that I put in there with it, which you know, we're supposed to limit our sauces, but that's okay. And then also add green beans to it. So that's a, a vegetable. And I don't hit the fruit, you know, with that meal. I could probably incorporate somehow or another, you know, to have a fruit there. But I, that that that's one of the meals that I, I think that almost hits all of the food groups, you know, so. Mm-hmm. We do tacos and we have tacos at least weekly um they're easy and we all like them so thinking about what i can do to incorporate any other food groups we do chicken tacos and we do beef tacos for different tastes in our family and so there's our protein and then if you use the tortilla then we've got our grain group and oftentimes we'll buy the whole wheat tortillas and that even gives us that extra dose of fiber so I've got protein, oh, cheese for our dairy. And then if we do a salsa, then we've got a vegetable. Sometimes we'll just go a whole different route and I'll do a full burrito bowl and do the rice and the corn and beans and salsa. And so I've got that jam packed full of veggies. So I'm kind of like you with the fruit. I typically, I do my fruit in the mornings like we've <laughs> talked about on previous podcasts so i don't it i think fruit is a harder one to incorporate into dinner yeah i think so too like Mm -hmm. i'm like you i can incorporate it for breakfast or a snack too you know Mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard now i know we could say you can make a cobbler to hit that (laughs) but that's not the healthiest choice okay so so just trying maybe a snack or you know breakfast is that's when i usually hit it too Mm -hmm. so 
But speaking of those cobblers, we can plug our recipes. We do have some fruit-based cobbler recipes, or not necessarily a cobbler, dessert-ish recipes from our Plated Up Kentucky Proud collection. So we do have some recipes, dessert-wise, that are a little healthier. Yeah, absolutely. And so my family leans sort of towards they we've found recently, we've been exploring with some new options, that they like Asian inspired dishes, which is not something I would have thought before, because some of my children, I would categorize as pickier eaters. But we've tried to explore some different things. And so um, just the other night, we had um, an egg roll bowl. And so that was something they really enjoyed. And so we had rice, um, some ground pork, and then different veggies, onions, carrots, cabbage, some different things like that um, to add into there. And just different flavors they weren't used to, but they're really enjoying. And to get all five people around my table eating their meal is a huge win. So that's been good for us trying some different things. Of course, incorporating either milk to drink with that or cheese in the bowl to add some other flavors. And then my kids are really big on whole fruits and so we know that we have to stay stocked up on things like bananas and oranges and apples and they without fail will grab one of those after a meal we don't do a lot of desserts at home that's that's one of those sometimes things for us and so every once in a while we may have those items but it's not something that i prepare regularly to serve so they are pretty good about eating their meal and then 30 minutes an hour later they're running and grabbing an apple or a banana or one of those things and so that's kind of how we get that into our our evening meal and that's worked out pretty well for us yeah so they're not um that's not anything large or something that takes a lot of your time but just being mindful Mm -hmm. yeah no definitely Mm -hmm. all right so now we're going to talk about adding creativity and fun to our meals and so that hopefully maybe give you some ideas or um you all can give me maybe some ideas on how to get out of ruts. Um, so I'm just going to go over a few and then um, we can discuss. And if you all, you know, have anything you want to share that you all do. So the first is planned a theme dinner night. And so those are always fun. And um, so it's like maybe if you have movie nights or something, mm-hmm. can you plan that around the movie of what the theme of the movie is? It's just maybe thinking about things like that. Try breakfast for dinner. That's always a good one. Ooh, I love breakfast mm-hmm. for dinner. Yes. It's my that's my favorite time to have it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's our go to on Sundays. So you know we want something that's fairly quick and easy, and every, so breakfast for dinner probably once a week. Awesome. Explore the store, and so this kind of means uh, if you have time and you're not rushed, is there something that you can go down those aisles that you don't traditionally do, or look at all the different things and maybe find something different that you've not tried before? Whether it's a sauce or just um, maybe a different type of rice or something that you can incorporate that does change it, and um, or maybe it's go to a different store that you don't traditionally go to that maybe has different options. Um, the things that you can buy just to add a variety and then celebrate food holidays so I don't know if you all do this um, and I think maybe a very popular one is um, tacos um, like Cinco de Mayo everybody goes and, and eats tacos and stuff Taco Tuesday Taco Tuesdays <laughs> right yeah so um, I looked up some uh, ones that are going to be coming up as our as the show airs and so february 27th is national strawberry day 
Ooh, yummy. Yeah, I love strawberries. So any excuse to eat strawberries for me. Uh, February 29th is National Frog Leg Day. So I did not know that that was a day. Um, But so as our listeners, if you're not familiar, we actually have a Cook Wild Kentucky um, line of recipes that we can link in our show notes. So if that's something that you do like to have or you're like, oh, you know what? I want to try that. Um, We um, have a variety of wild game recipes. And so we do actually have a few. So if you want to celebrate that food holiday. And then March 11th is Eat Your Noodle Day. I can tell you two girls that are going to be excited about that day. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I can add myself to it, too, because I like noodles as well. Oh, yeah. My kind of pasta I don't like. Yes. (laughs) My new girls like noodles. Yeah. Well, that's a day that it gives you a reason to have some noodles. I know. I'm going to write it down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So and also you could cook through a cookbook. So if you have cookbooks at home or maybe you um, have a family cookbook, you can spend time picking a recipe as a family or um, you could also like if you have family that live out of town or if you have a friend, you all can maybe do it together. And so both like households could do it and then you could talk about it or share, you know, different ideas or things like that. Also, I'm going to put a plug in for our nutrition education program. We have a new calendar for 2023 and you can cook through the calendar. You can go to any of the, our extension offices because, uh, to pick up this calendar. It's free and there is fantastic, easy preparing meals in this calendar. Mm-hmm. And it's so every month is a new recipe, right? Yes. Yeah. Every month there's a new recipe for sure. And also I'll put a plug in for our a Cooked Wild uh, calendar. And this calendar also has all different type of gaming recipes in there. So we also have that calendar available too. So there's two options if you haven't never tried these recipes. You could cook through the calendar. Right. And and they're free at our extension offices. So yeah, if you um, definitely stop by your extension office to pick one of those up. Another one, take photos along the way um so has anybody ever done that before so this was more talking about um if you find something that you really like or your family really likes take a picture of it and then that way you have it you can revisit it or um it may be if you have younger kids that like to um share things on social media um that may give them like oh look what i made tonight or something like that so yeah you can always do that um shop your kitchen so that's a neat way to just look what what you have in your cabinets. You may have an overabundance of things because I know um, we're out of the COVID phase, but a lot of people were worried they're going to run out of things and you may have bought bulk in a lot of things. So just look what's in your cabinets and say, this is what we're going to put together and try to make a meal. So being more creative. How many times have you been to um grocery store and you're going to try a new recipe and you're like oh I don't have that at home and then when you already purchase it then you get home and you have like five cans of it (laughs) so that is often yes, yes very often so that's always a good way to see what you have on hand so you're not overspending too so Mm -hmm. yeah definitely I can see it being a kind of a game too like you get out stuff and put it on the counter and then as a family like what do you what do you want to make with this what can we make maybe that could be a a theme night or a night that you all have um so you mentioned Joni you mentioned sauces so using sauces in different ways so using it as a, a salad dressing type thing as a marinade you could always do that. Um, add salsa in your chili. That's a way. We actually um, have a, is it the sweet potato recipe that mm-hmm. you add salsa yes. in? And it's yes. good. It is delicious. It is good. 
Yeah, and so that's a good way. Mm-hmm. And it's one that you wouldn't think of. I mean, I'm 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 going to tell on myself. You know that I'm not the world's like ad- most adventurous eater. Um, but that's one that we have tried recently. Well, I mean, not even recently, but since I have been in this role, I have tried new things because if I'm going to ask someone else to try it, then I try it as well. And that was one that I was like, mm, I'm not sure about this. <laughs> and usually when I take it somewhere, people are like, hmm. I'm not so sure, but it's actually really good. It is yeah. good. Yeah. And I think it's like three recipes, I mean, three ingredients. Yeah, so, it's I mean, super it's easy. super easy. So we can add that in the show notes. I'll yeah. a link to that. Yeah. So if you're interested in trying it. For and sure. just anytime, if you are looking for a new recipe and you're like, I don't know what to fix, because that's me oftentimes. Like, I'm so tired of fixing the same thing over and over. We have an abundant amount of Kentucky Proud plated up recipes that you can come by our office. And if there's a new fruit or vegetable or protein far as foods that you have got and you don't know how to prepare them, you could come by our office and get a plated up Kentucky proud recipe and try that recipe so yeah and we have them seasonal so if there's something in your garden that you're like i don't know what to make with this um and it's actually we do have a website there's a website we can share in the show notes so and you can search by um by produce or whatever you're looking for a seasonal like spring winter fall so there's different ways to look for different recipes yeah absolutely so if you're not local to to kentucky Mm -hmm. or our area you can still access all of these things that we're talking about um, no matter what state you're in or even if you're in another country we would love for you to pull those things up and utilize them as well and so um, you can phone a friend. So like on a game show, call your friends, <laughs> call your neighbor. Uh, what are you eating tonight? What do you, you know, so maybe get some ideas from them or your coworkers. Yeah. You know, I've seen people um, on social media. They'll be like, help me. I need some creativity. What are you having for dinner? And you might get 20 people answer. And sometimes that's some really good inspiration. So if you're really feeling in a rut and you're not sure, just Put something up on one of your social media platforms. You'll probably get some really interesting ideas and that might help you out. Yeah, because I find myself looking at those sometimes and I'm like, ooh, that looks good. Mm-hmm. Or somebody will post like, I tried this new recipe and then they'll share mm-hmm. it. And, and I like to try those. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that is a good tip too. Uh, watch the pros. So if you like to watch cooking shows, that's um, something you can do to maybe get ideas from them. And then the last one is eat within the season. And so we've mentioned um, before, a lot of us have already mentioned, we have the Plated Up Kentucky Proud website that is by season. Um, And so, and I think the main reason this is, um, a good idea to think creatively is because when produce is are in season, it's cheaper. And so you're saving money. And um, then our Plated Up website will give you ways to cook those things as well. Another good website is uh, Plan, Eat, Move uh, that you can also get like some really good recipes at their low cost recipes and healthy recipes, too. And with ingredients that you can find in your uh, in your area. So mm-hmm. just kind of put a plug about planning awesome, mood yeah. as well. We can add that too. So we're going to have a long list of show notes, which is not <laughs> a bad thing, but <laughs> a lot of resources. That's why we're here. Uh, so um, we're going to kind of, at, I'm going to ask you all some questions and you all have shared a little bit, but if there's something maybe you think about, um, what have you done to add creativity to meals at home? Or maybe you've been inspired by what we've kind of went over today so far. 
Okay, so I'm I'm a little bit different. I have confessed in the past that cooking is not my strong suit and not something I've always been able to do well. It's it's intimidated me. So if you are out there and you're intimidated by this idea, I feel you. I understand that. So I had to go a different route. And it's not a route that's that's for everyone, but it has worked really well for me and my family. And that is I actually order a food box that gets delivered to my home. um, And you can pick however many meals you want to have in it. Typically, I'll have three to four meals for the week that's in there. And I choose what I think my family would like. And sometimes I throw in some things just to, you know, be a little more adventurous. Um, And that gets delivered to my house with all the ingredients I need and the recipes that I can actually keep so that I can recreate those in the future. And we've been doing this for probably about nine months. And I will say that it has worked tremendously. I feel much more confident in my own kitchen now because of this. Um, it's taken away a lot of that what are we having for dinner question that we talked about at the beginning of the show because that is what we were having for dinner. There's not discussion, and it makes my life a lot easier. Um, and then also for me, I feel like with, with my three kids um, and, a, and a full-time job, I was all over the place finding time to find recipes, then go get the ingredients and get them home was overwhelming to me. And so having the ingredients delivered to me and the recipes delivered to me and not having to make those decisions or fit that in my time schedule has worked really well for us. Um, and so we are eating at home more. My kids are eating more vegetables than they ever had. Um, it's been really positive for us. Now, I know sometimes some food boxes can be a little expensive for some, for some people. I crunch the numbers and with my family, it actually is saving me money. So it, it just really depends on your family, how many people you're feeding, how often a week you want to do this. Um, and you can skip weeks along the way as well. And there are numerous different food boxes. So I'm not plugging anyone in general, but that has helped us in the situation that I'm in to have creativity, try new things, be able to cook more often and build my confidence in the kitchen. So that's just kind of a different spin. Yeah, for for sure. And that makes me think of um, CSA boxes. Mm -hmm. So a lot of um, some farmers markets will provide CSA boxes where you can order a box weekly or Mm -hmm. monthly or, you know, whatever your your choice is, and they give you what produce they have. Mm -hmm. So you're not having to go a lot of different places or figure it out. And so they're like, you know, here's what we have and it's what you get. And then so then you have these recipes or find different ways to cook things. But it kind of takes that trying to figure out what to have out of it. Yeah. And that was intimidating. Like that just took that pressure off of me and made me actually enjoy getting in the kitchen. So for myself, um, I used to be really good about this and I've kind of slacked off because of life. But I'm one of my goes for January 2023 is that I'm going to start incorporating my menu planning again. Used to, I would sit down actually for the whole month and I would look at my work calendar, my kids' calendars, okay, and see, okay, well, tonight I'm going to have to work late. So we're going to do some type of crock pot meal that I can put in and then that way it could be ready. So, but I would sit down and menu plan for suppers. And like Tiffany, it'd be, you know, a couple of nights and some nights we'd have to eat out just depending on what we was doing. And then I would stick with it. You know, um, I would already have my ingredients list, you know, there. So then whenever I was ready to do the next month, I could either incorporate a different calendar that I had done, you know, prior to. I always kept my calendars with my recipes just because it was easy to find you know, and that I didn't have to recreate the wheel. I may just 
do different recipes, switch it up a little bit, but I always try to keep them recipes on hand. And that made my life so much mm-hmm. more simpler when I'd done that. And especially helped with my kids too, because the, when they'd come in for school, they starving. So they already knew, okay, mom's going to cook this for supper, you know, or sh- we knew that mom was cooking supper that night, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. So, um, so I'll just tell myself, so I haven't been doing it, but I'm going to incorporate it in January again to start menu planning. And like the tips that you gave a while ago, try to incorporate, you know, the five different food groups that, you know, just because we all need that, you know. Yeah. So. Well, I'm not the most creative when it comes to cooking because I know what I like. And so I I cook what I like, and then I know what my family likes, and I cook what they like mostly too. Um, I don't, I don't leave them out. So that's one of the things that I really like. Some of these ideas because I have struggled a little bit with creativity. Like I said, we have tacos every week because they're delicious, and <laughs> there's uh, nothing wrong with that. No. There's nothing wrong with that. So not only are they delicious, but they're also really easy. That's something they are, that I can. Yes. And they're quick. Yes, yes, they're quick. Something I can come in and really do. But one thing that we do, Joni mentioned, is crock pot um slow cooker meals so we we will do that to add in a little bit of that creativity because that's just something different than and especially on those late nights or something like that that that's easy to do in the mornings and yeah and it's ready having for them freezer meals already prepared up too you know mm-hmm. take a day on sunday and do your freezer meals for that week too you know, not that you have to buy all your ingredients for a month. I'll go back and say with mine, I did not buy the ingredients <laughs> for a month. I'd have to do it every week, but right. at least I had it together. Mm-hmm. You know, so sorry to butt in. Just wanted to throw no. that out there. Too. No, that's good. <laughs> so for me, I don't, it's, um, we mentioned it before, um, which was uh, shop your kitchen. So I've, some nights I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I, sometimes I'll buy, um like proteins in bulk and freeze them and so i'll be like oh no like stuff's frozen what am i gonna do so i look in the cabinets and i look in the freezer like what can i put together so that's added creativity because uh i didn't really have a choice but it did still (laughs) add creativity to what we were gonna have so (laughs) right some foods that don't go together did go together that's right yeah (laughs) they did that day absolutely yeah and my husband learned like i'm just i'm just gonna go with the flow i'm gonna eat what we got yeah (laughs) um so another one that i mentioned before um is involving your kids and or family members into cooking or your meal planning is there ways that you all have done that or maybe plan on doing that i have failed one of my sons just gonna say it i got three kids i failed one of them because he don't want to cook and my oldest he cooks and my daughter cooks me and my daughter would get in there and as far as start cooking supper together so i really have enjoyed that she's old enough to enjoy to come in there and we'll tag team you know i'll cut up this or she'll do this so i really like that and then my little granddaughter i have bought her one of them still things that she can stand on so she can get up on the counter you know and she loves to cook with me so I love that, you know, of incorporating them. And it's just not solely on me, too. I mm-hmm. love to cook. Cook is my love language to my people. And anybody that knows me knows that, you know. But just having my granddaughter or my daughter in there or whoever wants to help me, you know, it's I really have enjoyed that. 
Yeah, your crane traditions and then also teaching skills. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's one of the things I've really been able to appreciate with getting in the kitchen and getting myself more comfortable is getting my kids in the kitchen with me and getting them more comfortable because I don't I don't want them to feel the way I feel as an adult that I wasn't like I couldn't do this. I didn't feel confident. So I want them to have that. And I feel like my daughter has really taken to that and she'll have days where she's like, all right, what are we cooking? What do I get to do? Where's my workstation? And so she she's all in and it's funny that you asked this because just last night um my youngest was at home with my husband and i and the other two had like practices for different sporting events and so it was just the three of us and i was like do you want to help mommy cook tonight and he got so into it he really enjoyed it and there was one thing he helped me make and he was like i don't think i like this and i was like but you're cooking you have to try it like you you yeah. put all this effort in you want to at least taste it and he did and um and that's what i found too like the more involved they are the more they do want to taste it and take ownership of it now i will tell you Johnny, i, I my oldest i feel like i'm failing him because right now he has he's doesn't want to do it has no interest in doing it like i'm just like please wash the dishes. Let's do that part. At least you can help clean up from a meal. So I I need to get him in there and and cooking a little bit more because I only have a few years left with him. And then he needs to know how to feed himself. That's exactly right. You know, that's one thing with me. Like I'll have to say that I didn't want anybody like when the kids were smaller, um, just because I needed to get in there, get it done, feed you, clean up, you know, kind of mindset I had. But then I got to thinking about it. If I do not teach them these skills, nobody's going to teach them these skills. Mm -hmm. So these are skills that they will have the rest of their lives. You know, I was fortunate enough to have these skills at a younger age. I started cooking, I mean, when I was little. And I mean, so that I needed to be able to teach them so they could have it themselves. My middle son will eventually learn how to cook. He just doesn't have no interest in it Mm -hmm. at this time because I cook and I feed him so he doesn't have to worry about it. You know, we do a couple of different things and have tried a couple of different things as far as involving everyone in the kitchen. And there are some weeks that my husband and I will take turns and that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you're in charge of this day. These two days, these three days, sometimes it's a week. And um, so we've done that. And then we've done different days where each family member is going to pick the day and they're going to. Now, our youngest, she's 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 not able to be in the kitchen alone. So someone always helps her at this time. But she's really um, she really she really wants to do it all by herself. So if and when she plans the menu, she really does do something that she can do mostly. So we've done that. And um, then I like what you said, though, Joni, you said, you know, when your kids were little, you just were like, I need to get in there and get it done. But then you did have that thought that I have to teach them. And I'm going to agree with that. And I'm going to add something. I'm going to (laughs) say, but sometimes there is that day Mm -hmm. or that couple of days where you're not in the headspace that you can teach them and that you do need to get it done and that's okay to take that and I've had to tell myself that multiple times because there are some days when you know they really want to help and I'm not in that place where I can you're in survival mode so so I think it's I think that is 
great and useful and needed. And I think it's also okay for the listeners who are like, but I can't do that yeah. today. I agree. <laughs> I agree I with that statement. Yes. yes. So. Yeah. And sometimes there's a time crunch too. Like yes. I, I had yeah. this amount of time to work with. And so this isn't the night that I can educate and teach someone else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think finding that, that happy middle ground is helpful. All right. Well, thank you all for sharing your ideas and creativity. Hopefully um, our listeners got some ideas or maybe sparked some interest. Um, So as we mentioned, we will list all these resources. um, That way you'll be able to access them anytime um, that you wish. And hopefully you can save them or visit your local extension office to pick up some of these recipes or the calendars that we have. Um, So again, thank you all for joining us today. We hope that you enjoyed it and that you will come back and listen to Life Simplified. Thanks for listening to Life Simplified. We are family and consumer sciences agents with the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service. Contact us at lifesimplifiedpodcast at gmail.com.